Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. My boy, we got a great show for you today. We're talking about a sports collectible show uh, that Steve Pilchin and I uh, are going to combine on the table there. Uh, we've got Eddie Pearson of Home Plate Sports Cars. Welcome to the program, Eddie. Hey, what's going on, guys? we got Steve Pilchin, the Round Guy. Welcome back, Steve. Happy to be here. All right, Steve, why don't you uh, uh, ask Eddie about this show February 24th there, uh, coming right up at the uh, uh, Penn Central Mall in Oskaloosa. Eddie Pearson, Mrs. Pearson's favorite son, right, is the most uh, reputable uh, card dealer in the area in oh, southeast yeah. Iowa with a card shop here in Oskaloosa. Uh, Eddie, tell everybody about what you have in your store, where it's located, your hours, and what we can expect a week from tomorrow with this uh, sports card show. You know it. So I am the owner and operator of Home Plate Sports Cards. We're located on the east side of Oskaloosa at 1516A Avenue East. Uh, been there for almost four years now. Have lots of exciting things in the shop, mainly sports cards. Uh, we have a lot of different singles from lots of different teams and sports, uh, mainly football, baseball, basketball, but we have a little bit of hockey and, and some of the other uh, non-mainstream sports in the area. Uh, great selection, of, like I said, different singles. Um, we even got some of, some of the hottest new product in the 2024 Tops Baseball. Uh, opened a box of that last night on my Facebook page. So, uh, so yeah, always love to have new collectors coming in and adding cards to their collection and you know, sometimes I like to bring other dealers in the area to get a, a little bit more variety, and that is why I do the Oskaloosa Sports Card Expo a few times a year, February, July, and December. So the next one is a week from tomorrow, February 24th. We have those at Penn Central Mall, and those run from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The great thing about that, show is that I bring in uh, dealers from all over the state, um, a lot uh, from Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, um, right here in the Oskaloosa area. Uh, I've even got some guys coming from northern Missouri this time, so it's really going to be a great opportunity for collectors to uh, come and see what other great cards are available, you know, because as many cards as I have, I can't have them all. So, though you might want to, I know, right? Let me ask you this. With regard to the show and so many dealers, yeah. uh, it's and, and the beginning now of spring training in a week or so, yeah. uh, the timing couldn't be better. You're going to have, uh, hopefully, a big turnout of fans that want to look at the new 2024 cards. Yep. And invest in some of the rookies and what have you, but but uh, the timing couldn't be better, right? Oh, it's great. We've got, uh, you know, the 2024 Tops has a, a ton of great rookies that were called up, and I think one of the big ones that people are looking for, especially in this area, uh, is Keaton Wynn. And I, I think, is he from Ollie? He is. Yeah, so I've already had plenty of people reach out. I actually pulled one last night in my box, and... I happen to have that held uh, for none other than Dave. Uh, so, you know, he's he's already laid claim on that one, but I'm sure there's going to be other Keaton wins there for, for people to grab. Uh, but, you know, outside of the, the local favorite, you know, you're going to have Ellie De La Cruz, Colton Cowser, you've got uh, Jason Dominguez. These are all 
their first Tops cards. So people are always excited to get those cards and add them to their collection. Plus, you're going to have guys that you know that maybe aren't uh, haven't made such a big splash in the majors. So you have an opportunity to grab those early while they're still cheap. Let me ask you this. Let's go back to the uh, home plate sports. Uh, your your building here in Oskaloosa. What was the process to come up with home plate sports? Why not first base or second base sports? Why why home plate? Yeah, and that that is a great question. Um, you know, the thing for me is that I want I want my shop to to have uh, a very inviting home like feeling. And so when I was able to sit down and think about the different names, you know, I've, I've run um, tons of names through, you know, through the years. Really, home, home plate for me, it had that feeling of there's no place like home, uh, you know, and um, just the, the, the warm feeling of being somewhere where, uh, you know, not to take something from Cheers, but where everybody knows your name. I want I want to make sure that I'm providing an atmosphere where people can come and just hang out, um, talk cards, talk life, and, and just add stuff to their collection. And you you got a TV set in there where you can have people watch a ball game or two as well, right? I do. I do. I actually got, uh, so I've got two different rooms um, that are our main rooms, and both of those have televisions where... You know, we may uh, may have a, a football game on, a basketball game. We may even have some WWE wrestling on. So, now in your store, do you uh, also have uh, things, memorabilia other than cards, or is it uh, just just cards, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do have a, a few things here or there, but for for the most part, I'm really, you know. The majority of what I have is sports cards. Um, every once in a while, if I if I find something, I you know I may grab it if the price is right. But yeah, mainly mainly cards, mainly cards and supplies. Okay, all right. And what team seems to be the the real driving force where people come in and they're constantly asking about uh, Yankees cards or Cubs cards or. White Sox, yeah. whatever. What, what seems to be the big seller for you? Well, the nice thing about living where we are is is we have so many diverse teams. Uh, you know, for football, you go, uh, you got the Chicago Bears, Minnesota Vikings, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs. All of those are main, you know, the main teams because they're local. But, but then, of course, Brock Purdy comes out of nowhere, Mr. Irrelevant, and and just dominates the NFC for the last two years. So, uh, you know, his stuff has been has been very popular, and that's increased the popularity of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, baseball, you know, the Cubs, Cardinals, uh, Twins are, are typically the ones people are going after. Of course, the Yankees, as much as I hate them. Um, hey, they, sorry, they what? Have... what? Oh, no. Dave, hang oh, up yeah. on this guy. <laughs> Segue. Uh, uh, when you mentioned Mr. Irrelevant, Steve, you have a uh, 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 Mr. Irrelevant uh, item that uh, 
has an Oskaloosa flavor, don't you? I, you know what I do. I, as I, as I uh, think about it, um, uh, Eddie, let me run this by you. I, I, while well, I collected cards and still do occasionally, uh, what I've found has always been my strong suit. Is as a kid, I, I, I started collecting uh, game worn uniforms. Uh-huh. And I've parlayed that into a kind of a lifelong hobby and and uh, area of interest. So yep. while your clientele is predominantly cards, I am I'm going to bring some uh, game used items, yep. and I want to and I want to get your take on on what you think the value might be of yeah. some of these things, and I'm. I'm fearful of what you're going to say because I know that that while the the sports memorabilia hobby and the many auction houses that broker a lot of the game worn stuff, yep. some of these prices have just simply gone through the roof, and yeah, yeah. and so much so that I'm afraid at this show I'm going to have some things that I consider valuable enough and unique enough and scarce enough that my prices may end up being higher than most people are going to want to pay. And, and, and quite frankly, and it makes sense you've experienced some of this, but uh, the, the public's idea of the value of some of this stuff isn't keeping up in pace with what the actual market uh, prices are bringing like uh, uh, one of Mickey Mantle's Yankees uniforms, one of his home pinstripe jerseys uh, within the last uh, six months sold for $4.2 million. Yeah. So some of these things are, are actually, you know, similar to, you know, what a rare painting by a famous artist might bring. You know, it's oh yeah, it's it's getting that crazy, and I'm yeah. uh, here's here's a couple of the things that I'm I'm going to bring to this show, and I hope somebody shows up with some deep pockets and has some interest in buying some of this stuff. But I have, and we're right here at, at uh, William Penn uh, College, and and a, a guy that was a football player here at Penn, but made it to the NFL and played for a couple of different teams, you'll remember the name Damon Harrison, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep. And I, I went into an auction, and I bought one of his game-worn New York Giants uniforms. Nice. And, and I've got the photo-matched uh, uh, provenance to go with it. But yep. uh, uh, while it would, I think, have some interest on the part of people here in the Oskaloosa area, like I said, when I when they ask me, oh, how much do you want for it?" I'm fearful that they're going to think, in their mind, I think they're they're perhaps going to say something like, "Oh, two hundred dollars," which is far less than what I paid for it. And of course, in this day and age of of uh, buying and selling, you know, I I want to make a couple of bucks on it. So, oh yeah. There's nothing uh, buying something and then selling it for a loss. Right, and, and I've enjoyed it for several years, but I think it's time 
for me to maybe sell it and, and have some, you know, money. I got to, I got to get a crown put in on my one of my teeth, and so I need I need to put the money, you know, somewhere else. So, if you had that jersey, what would you think would be a fair price to to sell it? At, yep. You know, say it's your show. So that's a great question. Um, the the big thing about memorabilia and really anything um, is is the person that that the memorabilia is from, right? So a Picasso sells for six million. An original Eddie Pearson, nobody's going to care about, right? Correct. I'm not right. comparing your Damon Harrison to. Uh, a stick figure drawing of uh, uh, from Eddie Pearson, but you know, let's if let's talk about sports. If you had a game used jersey of let's just say Patrick Mahomes, that's going to have a bigger value and an, a better opportunity to sell at a higher price than somebody who played very well, was very well known in the NFL, even had. Uh, one of the most unique nicknames of snacks. Right. Even, you know, so a David Harrison game used, and, and so it's it's not autographed, right? It's just a game used. Right. Right. You know, in this, in this area, you may be able to get four or 500 out of it. Right. But really it comes down to how, how bad need or want to sell it if you if it's time for you to move on it it hurts to take a loss but it's it's, you know and this is coming from somebody that that does it on the daily there are some times where it's just ready it's just time to time to let it go now if it's not time to let it go you stick firm to your price and somebody's gonna pay it right okay well you know that that makes sense let me let's keep this going. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring a bat, uh, uh, a game used bat that I obtained from the Minnesota Twins. It was used by a kid named Joe Maurer. Just uh, selected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. What yep. what kind of a price tag do you think you'd put on that, uh, something like that? And so you, if you got the provenance that that it was in fact game used, yeah, um, it's got the it's got the MLB sticker on it okay. that that you can look up and verify. Very good. You know, something like that. I'm putting because it's Joe Maurer, uh, because he was uh, probably one of the best loved twins uh, within the last you know 30 or 40 years since Puckett. Um, you know, I'm putting I'm and it's game used. I'm putting. You know, three to four, maybe five hundred dollars on that. Okay, all right. Well, if if you went on eBay for a game used Joe Maurer bat, yeah, uh, uh, your your price is a little low from what I was seeing. Now, of course, on yeah. eBay, you know, they can put any kind of a figure on it they want as far as what they want to sell it for. Oh, yeah. You don't, you know, you don't know whether or not it sells for that, so they can ask anything. Oh yeah, right. that's, but, the, that's the thing about that. But the thing about Maurer, because what I would see is a jump from, I think your figure is accurate up until 
he's suddenly now a member of the Hall of Fame, and I think that shoots the value up a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, I think what you're you know what if I had that bat, what I would do is I would get it used or not used. I'm so sorry. I would get it autographed. Right. I would get I would get it autographed, and then um, actually, if I were, I would get his. Uh, his line from that game, you know, how he did. And if it was a good game, I would just have him uh, date it and and put, like, um, you know, two for four with uh, a home run and four RBIs, you know, right. or whatever it was. So, But, the, see, the thing is, there's a ton of pine tar on it, which, yeah. means, which means he used it for a length of time. And oh, so it, it would be tough to narrow it down. Uh, okay. You know, to yeah. a specific game, but, but okay. uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it, you know, it's got his name on it, and it, you know, it's just a a very uh, unique collectible. If that's your guy, you know, we all have oh, our yeah. favorite player. So I'm going to bring that along. But let me. This is right up your alley, and it and it. Uh, it I'm speaking about a card. Yep. And I want your take on this. Um, I many years ago. I was at a card show in Des Moines. You might have even been there. I didn't know you then. All right. Yep. But uh, Gail Sayers was the autograph guest. Okay. All right. And so uh, and I was working at the radio station in it, and I think we helped promote it, which means we were there. We met Gail Sayers and, and got photos and autographs and whatever. And I somehow came up with this idea, and I'm certain I'm not the first guy to have done it, but uh, I don't know how prominent this may be, and therefore I'm, I'm confident that this item that I sought out at that show has got to be pretty unique. And, I, and as I said, I want your, your take on it. But I, I walked around, visited a number of the tables, and I bought one of Brian Piccolo's uh, rookie cards. Okay, yeah. And, and it was in good shape, and, and, I, and it was years ago, so it wasn't monetarily as valuable as it is today. Right. But I, I went up, and I had Gail Sayers autograph that card. That's awesome. And everybody remembers the movie Brian's song and oh, how, yeah. close, how close those two became yep. as far as friends teammates or whatever and so i thought it would be kind of unique to have gail sayers autograph brian piccolo's rookie card and i'm going to bring that to the show uh next saturday and and i'm going to make it available now with what i've just told you uh, tell me first of all whether or not you've ever seen one of those and then tell me what you think the value of that might be you know, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if I am, am doing some appraisals at no cost for you, Mr. Round Guy. <laughs> well, let, look, let me, uh, let, me spell, let me spell it out for you. You are. <laughs> Be no confusion about it. You are actually helping me with some of that. And I, no, I'm not... I'm not in complete agreement with you on some of the, you know, the value you've put on some. But, I'd be still more uh, for two if I if if, it, if if I'm if I'm reading the crowd right. But yeah, uh, yeah. So 
so, uh, Steve, now to, to answer your question, I have not ever seen, I've seen plenty of Brian Piccolo rookies, none with the Gale Sayers autograph. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a unique piece that you can pretty much put the amount on it that you want. you got to keep in mind, though, uh, you know, Gale Sayers, while, was, while he was an amazing player and, of course, a Hall of Famer, he does have quite a few autographs out there. Um, so, you know, if you're looking at the autograph, I mean, if you're looking at the autograph value, you're probably in the 50 to $75 range for the autograph value. The card itself, you're probably looking in the 25 to $30 range, depending on condition. If it's better, it's going to be more. You don't just arbitrarily take those two and add them together because this is something that's unique because it has a history, a well-known history of Brian song and the relationship that Gail Sayers had with Brian Piccolo. If I have that card, and again, my, my values and your values are going to be different because I'm looking at it strictly as a stand as, you know, I don't know how much, you know, how much the cost is. You have to take all those things into consideration. But if I found a card like that in a collection um, that, let's just say I, I bought a collection and it was in there um, and the collection was already paid for, I'm going to put and probably stick to my guns pretty hard at about 300 on that one. Okay. All right. That's a nice so, Oskaloosa Street price there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, and, and that's the other thing you got to keep in mind, too, is, is your proximity. Um, if you take that card to Chicago, you're probably going to easily get your money. Um, here, uh, even though you've got a large Bears contingency, there just may not be somebody that's willing to pony up something like that. Just like the Joe Maurer bat. You know, when I said 300, or what did I say, 500? I said 500 for Maurer. Um, that, you take that to Minnesota and you have the provenance from MLB that it was game used then it turns into a $1,500 bat because you're closer to the team. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with you. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have anything left uh, uh, that I'm bringing that I need you to appraise. So. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> but I I, uh, I appreciate your thoughts and, oh, man. and the chance to, uh, you know, have this out there where people listening to us, you know, if, if you know, let's say there's a, Somebody listening to this podcast that is a huge uh, Bears fan and heard us talk about the Piccolo rookie card signed by Gail Sayers, and they realized that this might be one in a million chance that they could own it. Uh, you know, they show up at the show and seek us out at our table and, and make an offer. Exactly. But, but I, I appreciate your thoughts on that. You know, and, and I, uh, while we're talking about that, you know, that makes sense that, that people that are really dedicated to their card collection or their team or specific player, uh, how often do you encounter or what thoughts do you have on, on cards like that that are pretty unique where, you know, like it's somebody else's rookie card signed by another guy that, for whatever reason, they were, you know, they had a, a, a relationship that, that makes the card unique, I guess, is what I'm, yeah. is what I'm getting at. I that's really, yeah. that's really a good way to start a collection, isn't it? It is, and again, that's that's why 
sports cards and trading cards in general are such a, a, a great collectible is because you can collect any way you want. You've got um, people to collect by team. You've got people to collect by player. Um, they've got You've got people that collect cameo cards. So a cameo card is a card. So, for example, let's say you're a big Michael Jordan fan. Okay. And, and you have all the Michael Jordans in the world that you can, that you can afford, right? Because there's a lot of Michael Jordans that are expensive. Yes. But then all of a sudden you start to see these cards that are not Michael Jordan cards, but have Michael Jordan in them. So, for example, there is a 1991-92 hoops, or no, I'm sorry, is it 90-91, I believe, uh, hoops that is a Sam Vincent card, right? Who's Sam Vincent? I, I don't want to be callous, but nobody cares who Sam Vincent is, right? He right, had right. A, a lackluster career in the NBA. But in that card in the forefront is a Michael is Michael Jordan wearing the number 12 jersey, right? Everybody knows that he wore 23 most of his career, right? Everybody knows that when he came back, he wore 45 for a little bit, right? But, but the 12 is, is from when... Um, I think if you watched the Last Dance documentary, it was from when somebody stole his jersey, and he had to wear another jersey to play. So, so that is considered a cameo card because the card is not a Michael Jordan card, but it has Michael Jordan in it. And so, you know, you can build a collection of just cameo cards of your favorite player. There are just so many ways to to collect, and so many unique ways. So, for example, using your card, your autographed. Uh, Brian Piccolo rookie card that has Gale Sayers rookie on it, uh, or Gale Sayers autograph on it, that'd be a great collectible for a, a true Bears fan because you get the best of both words, you get worlds. You get a right. Brian Piccolo rookie and you get a Gale Sayers autograph. So, You know, and with your description of the Sam Vincent card, I, I started to think of other cards that uh, are commanding some interest and collectability because they're error cards. And in particular, yep. you gotta you got to talk about the Billy Ripken error card. To you know, that's got to be at the top of that list. But yeah, but uh, and you know, error, I, I <laughs> go ahead, Ram. I I I I was gonna say that that created quite a stir, and now suddenly. A lot of error cards that have been corrected are are, are like that. Are like what you just said, where there increases their collectability and the uniqueness that goes with, especially if the card company stopped production and they corrected the error. Exactly. So, um, for those of you that may not know, and we're not going to get into a whole lot of detail because I don't think there's a three-second or a five-second delay on this podcast. Hey, you never know. We can go right. off the air at any minute. <laughs> uh, so in 1989, <laughs> clear set, uh, Billy Ripken, who's the brother of Cal Ripken Jr., um, had a card where he's he's holding a bat, and uh, somebody played a joke on him and wrote a, an expletive on the knob of the bat. So um, people were clamoring after that. And, of course, there was, you know, they caught it fairly early in the print run and put a black box or a scribble on it. Um you know, so that, that the one that actually has the profanity on it goes for a little bit more. 
Um, we do have to be careful, though, because an error card doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be valuable. It has to, you know, it has to be caught. It has to be corrected because if it's just an error card uh, that, you know, was throughout the entire print run, nobody's going to care that that right. it's an error card because it's, there's no variation. Um, right. the, I think the biggest error card in the hobby right now is the 1990 Topps No Name on Front Frank Thomas rookie. Oh, that's, um, yeah, and eBay, that's like 3000 or something. It's worth, yeah, even to even to find a one that, that is in terrible shape that's going to cost you about uh, 800 to a grand just because, you know, it's one of the one of the most popular baseball players to ever play. He's a Hall of Famer. There's very few of them made, um, and it's a prominent card because it's his Topps rookie. All of those right. factor into the fact that it's that it's such a valuable card. So, and he's Eddie Pearson's favorite player. It, it is Eddie Pearson's favorite player. Oh, I didn't know that. Shock, Dave. Yep. I remember. How many of those do you own, then, uh, Eddie? The the no name on the front. I you know round guy. I wish I could say that I owned one, but I unfortunately do not. For me, really, uh, I don't. Um, as far as the uh, collectability of sports cards. Um, as far as myself, um, I get more value out of finding cards for other people's collection than I do amassing a collection of my own. Right now, I've got I've got a huge enough collection that I call inventory that I don't really need to buy any. I, I don't need to collect any for myself because I'm collecting um, through other other uh, you know other people that that collect. I see. So. Uh... For your personal collection, yeah. What's what is the card? Would it be the Frank Thomas, or is there another card that you want to have in your collection that you've yet to find or find and and be you know in line with what you pay for it? Yeah. So you know, the, one of the few things that I do collect is I collect uh, comedian autographs. Um, so, you know, uh, I've got like a Chevy Chase autographed Caddyshack flag. I've got some autographs of some other, um, other comedians that, uh, Rob Riggle is actually one of my favorite cards that I own right now. Um, honestly, the, the one group of cards that I'd love to own is I think back in 2009 tops. I think it was back then. It may not have been, I don't remember exactly what year, but, um, it was the time. It was about the time that Will Ferrell um, had played on spring training at, at like a, a dozen different spring training games, and they made cards of him. And there's an autograph version that's numbered out of 25 um, that they does go for about anywhere between 800 and 1200 dollars. Wow. Uh, I, I would love to own one, but I'm not. I'm not down to pay for that. So. I remember when that came out, uh, and I, I've got a handful of, of those cards, but I don't have the one that he would have signed. Yeah. Okay, I, uh, I didn't know that about, uh, uh, it's too bad we don't know any comedians around here that could uh, give you their autograph. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. yeah if I run into any, I'll... comedian autograph. I, I, you know who I, 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 I got a uh, after contract from his appearance on Saturday Night Live that is filled out and signed, you know, because it's a contract for his appearance. Uh, 
Who is that? Uh, uh, it's Sam Kinison. Oh, that's awesome. Who is I one of my? Was, he was one of my favorites. I never got to yeah. work with him, I, and I I didn't even get to meet him because yeah. I was just kind of getting into the 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 game then. But I would have loved to have worked with him, and and uh, I, I was fortunate to stumble on on that contract as a you know as as close to meeting him as I as I could get. I guess so. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All so right, well. uh, outside of uh, Dave and mine's table, where we're going to have yep. some uniforms and equipment and memorabilia, uh, do you know of any other dealers that are going to be there with that kind of thing, or do you, you think it's pretty much just going to be cards? I, I think most of it's going to be cards. Uh, like I said, there's going to be some dealers that have uh, the boxes of unopened packs that people like to have like to purchase and take a chance at getting the getting their their favorite player, their favorite team, or hitting a really nice insert. Um, other than that, you're going to find just a lot of different dealers with a lot of different product. And it's got, that's the nice thing is, is you're going to have such a variety to look through. And, you know, once you get done with the show, everybody, um, everybody will have an opportunity to, to hang out during the show and the great thing is, is that in addition to the card show that I put on, there's a collector show in the other uh, part of the mall. So there's going to be plenty of stuff for everybody. So it's not, it, it shouldn't be like, oh man, it's just a card show, um, which, you know, card shows are amazing. But people should know that if, you know, if you like to collect video games as well or action figures or comic books, that there is another event going on at the same time as the card show that they can definitely check out. Yeah, it's really oh, for the I whole family. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so throughout the mall, there's going to be about 120 tables total. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I took my family there, and my daughter and my wife kind of looked at, chopped around that end of it, and me and my grandson was hound-dogging with the uh, 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 cards. You know, it's really one of the nicer ones uh, uh, I've been to. It's a nice, friendly environment. Uh, uh, you get one on one with the guys. They got a lot. There's a lot of nice stuff out there too. Yeah, so it's awesome. Now you don't uh, have an autograph guest then, or I think you not probably time. mentioned it. No, not this time. So, so our plan is to have something in July at our July show. We'll probably we're trying to get an autograph guest in. We haven't secured anybody yet, but we're still working on it. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you a, a suggestion. Uh, on the phone right now, you got Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson, and I think for a minimal fee, you could set him up at a table, and he'd be happy to sign for all the people that come out to check out all the inventory. Well, if Dave, you, what do you think? Well, if you're you are a get... listener of Round Guy Radio, we'd be certainly happy to have you come up to the table. I, I want to, uh, before we end this, though, I would like to to push off some of the, uh, uh, pump up some of the things that I'm going to be bringing, if that's all right. Yeah, please. We, not only that, we insist on it, Dave. Okay. Do tell. Well, well uh, I've got, you know, a lot of vintage cards. Uh, you know, uh, I've got a, a Ricky Henderson rookie card, uh, uh, as well as a lot of new new stuff. You know, I've got uh, a nice Jordan Walker uh, autograph. I just picked up a, a, a Spencer Jones gold card uh, out of Bowman's Best. Uh uh, but I've got all my stuff organized into teams. You know, I've got them in 40-card binders. 
so if you like the Yankees, you know, I've got it. And I kind of designed these for, you know, what I enjoy about the cards is spending the time with my grandson, you know. Uh, and I make these what I call memory books, you know. Uh, so we'll start out with autographs and, and, and re relics and stuff like that, you know. So some of them, there's eight yeah. or nine of those at the beginning, you know. But then it'll get into the Reggie Jacksons and the Billy Martins and the, the Thurman Munsons and the, you know, the, uh, um, or, or the, the Ozzy Smiths. And, you know, it's kind of a trip through time uh, uh, from the 1970s on up uh, uh, of, of all my books. Plus, I've got uh, sets that are all managers, uh, sets that are all Hall of Famers. You know, I have a lot of Nolan Ryans. Uh, I think I've got like 17 Ricky Hendersons and like 19 Nolan Ryans. Uh, um, nice. You know, uh, lots and lots of Tony Gwynn's, uh, yeah. uh, and and it's that's how I'm going to be set up. Uh, I got all, all the new stuff. Uh, I got uh, one binder that you sold me there that's got 360 rookies in it. Uh, wow. You know, rookies from the 70s all the way on up to today. Uh, uh, I got one that's all paper, and I got one that's chrome. It's about half of the binders uh, of chrome uh, uh, rookies, and then. I just kind of filled it out with the rest of it. I got some that sets that are all inserts, you know, the Titan cards and the, you know, uh, and I got one that's all um, like reflectors and and uh, yeah. uh, stuff like that, you know. So uh, okay. I got all its top 100. Uh, I got the draft, you know, all those draft ones. So so I got a lot yeah. of nice stuff too uh, to come check out. Good. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Okay. Yeah, that gur that gurgling sound you were hearing as you were describing the Ricky Hendersons and the Nolan Ryan's, that was uh, Eddie uh, just salivating at a lot of those. Yeah, exactly. So I I got a feeling Eddie's going to stop by our table like first thing. Might have to check it out. Might have to check it out. Well, is there any, well, you got anything Eddie, else about golly, the show? Uh, it's been nice talking with you uh, about uh, baseball cards and memorabilia and baseball in general. Uh, I always, and I know Dave feels the same way, but, uh, you know, this close to spring training, you know, we're starting to catch the fever, and you, know you kind of helped us along with that. So thank you. And, and You're uh, welcome. Give everybody again, uh, before we hop off, uh, the name of your store, the location, and the hours. Yeah, real quick, Dave. You, did you have something that you were... Uh, it was the same thing you just asked you. I just want to know nice. anything else you want to say to promote the show or your business. Yeah, sure. So, again, uh, thanks again for having me having me on the show today. It's been a great time, and, and uh, I always love talking sports cards and memorabilia. Um, home plate sports cards, like I said, we've been open since 2020. Uh, love love spending time with fellow collectors and and new collectors so we're open uh we're open down there at 1516 a avenue east in oscaloosa we're open wednesday thursday friday 5 30 to 8 30 uh, in the evening saturday 12 to 6 and sunday 12 to 4 that's awesome buddy uh, all right i know i've been down there a couple of times and yep. i will continue to do so well, and and look, for both looking forward to seeing and hanging with you a little bit uh, a week from tomorrow. Sounds well, good, guys. Well, thank good you so day. much for and all I you mean, do for Round Guy Radio for our high school baseball, football, oh, and basketball coverage. 
Of course, and I'll make sure to have more packs to give away for the uh, the players of the game. I love seeing those those young men and women um, as they as they grow and excel in their their sports. Um, I love seeing them also enjoying the sports cards. So they, they love getting them, Eddie. They they really love it. You know, the players of the game uh, 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 had been getting them. We give sixteen of them out this year because we're at sixteen different games, and uh, yep. uh, everybody that got one was all the kids. You know, they're just really excited and then they get an on-card autograph or a relic or something and you know yep. they get a smile on their face good i'm glad one last thing eddie i know that yep. uh uh caitlin clark generating a lot of interest and i saw where uh a one of uh, one of a kind uh, card of her in a hawkeye uniform and it's autographed and it's yep. unique because it's only one card yep. of one print and it had sold uh, I saw on the news it sold for $78,000, and the moment I heard that, I thought, Eddie Pearson must have bought that. Is that yeah, true? Got, shit, no, I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to have that, but uh, no, I, I. what Caitlin Clark has done for um, women's sports, and you know specifically women's basketball, but just women's sports in general is great, and I hope she continues to, to bring a spotlight to uh, to women's sports. I know that women's wrestling is really picking up, and I know that we've got a lot of great uh, girls' high school wrestling programs in the area. And, and you know, I, I, it's exciting just to see uh, see her succeed and so that people uh, people understand that, that it's not just about uh, boys and young men and, and you know, grown men playing, playing sports for, for fun and to make a living, but also the, the women. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yep. Now, uh, as I say that, I'm, I'm suddenly thinking, you know, she might be a good autograph guest at an upcoming show or in your store. You know what? I'm t I'll tell you what, if, if you guys are willing to pony up the five figures she's asking, I'm more than happy to bring her in the store. So, uh, be, be more specific. What 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 kind of five figures would it take? I. I don't. I honestly have no idea. I'm guessing that she's probably twenty-five to fifty thousand at this point. Wow. Well, for a man of your means, that's a pittance. A mere know, pittance. Right? All right. So. You could have her there a couple of times for that. Yeah. So. Hey, Ken. Gotta go. Yeah. Thank thanks for your so time, much. buddy. We'll we'll yep. see you in a week. You guys have a great one, and I will see you on Saturday the twenty-fourth. All right, buddy. Thanks. Yep. Bye.